to the first ever podcast of As You're Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And uh, throughout the pods, we're going to be reviewing films, TVs, uh, shows like musicals, um, maybe football, depending on what Chris thinks. And we'll be doing a lot more. So today we're reviewing uh, Zombieland that we just finished watching. Uh, so how did you feel watching it? I mean, we've both seen it before. Yeah, I, I still enjoy it. Some of the parts can, to me, almost seem a little cringy. Yeah, I understand that. Why? Because uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah. Anything he's in, it just seems to be a tiny bit cringy to me sometimes. Because he's like the lucky nerd who suddenly became a film star. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm happy the fact that we got to watch it and I get to see Emma Stone. <laughs> well, you can never complain about seeing Emma Stone, can you? Exactly. Um, a very young Emma Stone as well. She, as I was saying to you earlier, her face looks a lot more um like chubbier, like she lost weight as she got older. Well, yeah. Uh, what remains of say baby fat the baby fat seem to have all melted away and she's matured yeah <laughs> melted well, so <laughs> with a wax sculpture she's melted <laughs> so uh all right so we've got uh i've taken a plethora of notes you've taken um a page and a couple of bits that's a plethora they can't see um so, <laughs> so uh Man, that's not a plethora that's a <laughs> It sounds better. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it starts out with um, Columbus, uh, the main character, Jesse Eisenberg. We call him Eiberg then, or Iceberg. Um, giving us some rules. So, do you like to give us what the rules are, Chris? All right. All of them all together? Do rules one to four, please. Okay. Rule one is cardio. You've got to keep that up. You've got to keep running, otherwise, the zombies are going to get you. Rule two is double tap. You think you've killed it? Shoot it again to be sure. Rule three, beware of bathrooms, because there was a very scary, very, well, scary uh, thing about the zombie coming under the bathroom while some guy's, in his own words, taking a dumper. Yeah, so lovely. Uh, rule four, seatbelts, because that was a lovely picture, a uh, lovely image of that lady after escaping the children's zombies flying out of her um, windshield. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that was, I think that's the, there was a great way to um, introduce the character, showing that he's got a lot of fears, so he gives himself a lot of rules. As we go through the film, uh, I'll just quickly read the rest off. Rule 7, travel light. But we did say this as we was watching it. Uh, where's 5 and 6? Yeah, they, they vanished. We, they completely vanished. You'll find there's like a massive gap in some of these rules. And it's, <laughs> you, I want to know what the, all the rules are. So if any of you actually know, please find a way to let us know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll maybe set up like a Twitter or something um, so you can tell us. Uh, definitely. But I said, uh, so five, 7 is travel light. Um, then it goes to rule 37, check the back of the seat. Uh, yep, rule 30. You shot us 37, I thought it was 32. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm yep. not getting them all that. Oh, did you not get them all that? So 37 was check the back of the seat, and it says rule number 18, limber up. Because <laughs> if they're chasing after you, you don't want to end up with a cramp. Rule 22 is um, know your way out. Always have an escape plan. And uh, rule 32, enjoy the little things. Yeah, and rule 17, yep. don't be a hero. Yes, which at the end of the film, without giving away the spoiler, um, which, just a warning, all films that we talk about will give spoilers, um, so if you don't like it, listen to us, but don't moan about it. Um, so Rule 17 changes from not being a hero to be a hero. Um, we said that in sync, that's beautiful. That's poetry in motion, that was. Um, so, as it starts, uh, we have the, uh, the cardio scene. <laughs> where he's uh, running around his car just after he goes well before he doesn't even go to the toilet no, does he get there because he looks at the, the handle to the toilet and it seems to have like a, what looks like blood on it mm -hmm. so he thinks ah it's possibly a zombie so he goes he goes to move it that's when the zombie bursts out and starts chasing him so and then we have the typical key drop at the start of the <laughs> film <laughs> that is a 
That has been in so many movies. And enemies after you, oh no, I've got to drop the keys right here. And then obviously he realises that it's a, um, he hasn't got to put the key in. Yeah, he's, uh, he's left it unlocked. Uh, yeah, so he unlocked. Um, and then as he's driving off, there's a zombie in the car. How did a zombie get in the car and then close the door? I don't know. They give The zombies in this film seem to have both normal human intelligence and animalistic intelligence at the same time. It is one minute they can do something human, the next minute they're little more than animals. Yeah. So do you prefer that, or do you think that's... Well, the zombies in this film are a result of mad cow disease becoming mad human, becoming mad zombie. That's what they said in... Yeah, that's yeah. what Tallahassee said. No, Columbus said, yeah. Yeah, Columbus said. But how do you go from mad human to mad zombie? A virus wouldn't reanimate, like, kill someone and then bring them back that quickly. Yeah, that's true. I agree, I agree. I prefer to have the animalistic slow zombies, the shufflers, the... Uh... What movie, what movie? Uh, it's like some of the old uh, Ray Romano, is it? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, where they're just literally just shuffling along. That's that's a zombie I can handle because I'm not I'm I'm heavy. I can't run fast. Cardio <laughs> would be my undoing. <laughs> already said in the thing, fat guys go first. So wonderful, I'm already dead. So yeah, yeah she does say that. Um, so after we see the uh, zombie in the back seat, uh, which is when you find out about Rule Thirty Seven, which is check the back seat, uh, we get introduced to Woody Harrelson. Uh, his character's called uh, Tallahassee, and He's got two things in life that he cares about: Twinkies and killing zombies. Um, what are your like, what's your thoughts of the character just by first seeing him? Unstable. He does seem like he's a bit cracked. Uh, I'm assuming so. I mean, we find out later on uh, the reason that he's cracked is because of um, what's his son called? Uh, is it Little Buck or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah so we find out. Uh, yeah, Buck uh, was his son. Uh, at first, we think it's a dog. He refers to him as a puppy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, so then we find out the search for Twinkies begins. Um, so they see an abandoned, like, truck. Like, hostess uh, truck. Hostess truck, yes, right. <laughs> yeah. And they call it Hoosters for some reason. Um, and <laughs> not Hooters. Definitely not Hooters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and then, um, yeah, and then that's when we find out we're waiting. Limber up. Yeah. But Tal- uh, not Tal- yeah, Talisi does come up with a good point. You never see a lion limbering up before it chases down a gazelle, which is true. But then again, they they don't really sit around on laptops and playing games, so they don't really need to limber up. <laughs> and uh, nice segue. Speaking of playing games, uh, we find out about uh, Columbus. Uh, they has a fear of clowns. <laughs> well, who doesn't? They're really creepy. Uh, well, I don't mind that. saying that you don't like dolls. Are we going to get into this no, on the podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that uh, he's not a fan <laughs> of dolls. All right, everyone. I do have a fear of ventriloquist dolls. The old-fashioned ones. They're like the Victorian ones that like. Their mouth chatters up and down. Do you want me to go to store out wine? No, 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 it's it's good. We can uh, we can bring that up. So we're gonna when we watch Chucky, we'll. We are not watching Chucky. You've got to stop saying that. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so speaking of the uh, after we find out about he has a fear of clowns, <laughs> he, um, they do a cheap plug of World of Warcraft. Now, how much do you reckon World of Warcraft paid? I don't know. They just I think they had to like cost effective how popular they thought the movie was going to be. Yeah, because the character though he's the hero. He's not a typical hero. He's a genuine nerd. Yeah. <laughs> As he said, um, third was it third straight week, week uh, indoors, leaning yeah, tower pizza boxes. Yeah. And what do you say? Virginity? Completely justifiable to, justifiable to speculate on. Exactly. So not exactly going to endear people to get you go on the game if he's the atypical nerd. Which I agree with. Um, and then, so that was a cheap plug. And then we, uh, he tells a story about 406, um, that she's quite, she's quite attractive, to be fair. Well, yeah, before she went, very great. Uh, yeah, then she turns into a zombie, so that's the end of 406. Um, and then we get the search for the Twinkies in the grocery store. Uh, uh, when he, uh, Tallahassee comes in and starts playing the banjo to it. That's right. Why is he... Oh, 
any movie you see, the people who work in like the department stores, the the grocery stores, are rather heavy individuals. I have no idea. They just they stop and eat all the food during the break it's, or something. It's sizest. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not size. It's just what pe- people expect people working that profession to be. Either incredibly <laughs> skinny or overly weight, overweight. And then after that, we uh, I know I did write in capital letters Emma Stone, uh, as you can. <laughs> so uh, my co-host has a thing for Emma Stone. She, if you're watching, give him a call. Yeah, she's lovely. Oh, sorry, listening, not watching. Uh, I'm watching this now. Maybe concerned. I would too. Uh, so then, obviously, we find out Rule Twenty Two. So know your way out. And then we're introduced to another two characters: uh, Wichita and Little Rock. Yes. Uh, Wichita. Rich, no, like Wichita. It's played by uh, Abigail. Abigail Breslin and. Uh, no, no, Little Rock is Abigail yeah, Preston, right. and Wichita uh, uh, is Emma Stone. Yeah. Can we just call her Emma Stone, because Wichita is a pain in the ass to say. <laughs> I don't see why, Wichita. Yeah, well, you can say it then. Um, <laughs> I need a button. Um, a button. So um, we find out that Little Rock is uh, apparently infected, and um, she, yeah, she's because she's been bitten, allegedly, and they want one of the guys to kill her. As Woody Harrison goes to kill her, she says no. I'll do it. Emma Stone says, takes the, basically takes the weapon and says, I'll do it. And then three, two, one, they, yeah, then they turn on him and uh, say, basically give us all your stuff and the car keys. And then, uh, yeah, they, they're, they're on their way. Tallahassee and uh, Columbus have just been abandoned in the store. And for some reason, Tallahassee blames Columbus. Even, yeah. Even though it was Tallahassee's idea yeah. to help. Yeah. yeah to give her the gun. Stone the gun. So, um, yeah, and uh, so as the girls are in the car, they say that Pacific Playland is zombie-free. Now, that's a regular occurrence because Columbus was also saying, I think it was, it was, it was off to Columbus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Columbus who said, back east. Is, is zombie-free. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tallahassee said, yeah, but back east they say west is free, west they say east is free. Yeah, so it's like an occurring thing that somewhere's always zombie-free. In a lot of those movies, there was always the idea of a safe zone, a safe space that people can go to. But if a zombie plague hits... Then nowhere's going to be a safe space. Yeah, I agree. So after we find out that the guys find a truck with guns in, and oh, Tallahassee, uh, yeah. thank God for rednecks. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's just like um, you know what people expect like rednecks to be this like little shanty like house in the corner. They find two hands stuck on the steering wheel where their owners have been ripped. The, o- the owner of the hands has been ripped from them. So that's a death grip is holding onto the wheel. He takes them off. Opens the back, sees massive amounts of automatic weapons, and says, "Thank God for rednecks." And then uh, he celebrates by uh, firing <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the bullets, which I don't understand because it's a waste of ammo. It is a waste of ammo. That's what I was thinking. So after that, they're driving down the road and they find the old truck with the number three abandoned. We never find out what this number three no. is either. It, we haven't actually told them there's number three on it. Yeah, there's number three on the <laughs> truck, uh, and then he paints another one on the yellow truck. Yeah, and they use the number three as the E in help. Which yeah. you found quite funny. Yeah, I, I, no, I, you know what? Because I was watching Friends the other day, and Jerry writes help, but he spells it as ple. <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be back. Yeah. So I, I know, and I see that, and it just reminded me of that. Um, so they they find the old truck abandoned, and uh, the girls yet again capture the guys. Columbus says that. Well, uh, you know, I'm just going to call Abigail. We know she, her name's Abigail. Yeah, yeah little rock. I can't yep. remember people's names properly. Abigail was uh, snuck up on him because she's quicker than he was at that age. Which, he's not that age. He's older, so surely it should even out a bit more. Uh, well, you'd think. But he says uh, girls develop a lot quicker, as you, as you were saying. And then um, <laughs> Little Rock, or Abigail, threatens to kill um, 
what's it called, Tallahassee with his own gun. And he's going, don't kill me with my own gun. <laughs> he's only goes from this big hard man to he's in the corner going, don't kill me with my own gun. <laughs> so they all ride together. Um, and then we have a flashback of the girls uh, pulling a confidence trick with the ring. You've got to feel sorry for that. They pull this trick. Uh, Emma Stone is in the car, is in a gas station near her car. She's on the floor, <laughs> rear in the air, basically. That's what yeah. she's doing. She's looking, she's pretending to look for something. The guy comes out. Obviously, his first thought is not to ask her what's going on. He probably stood there for a minute looking. Explains to him that yeah, she said that ring. basically she's lost her ring and uh, she'll offer him a three thousand pound reward because the ring's worth more than the car. A dollar. Yeah, yeah. Pound. We're we're English. We're English, but the, it's set in America, so let's just be honest and say it, it's three thousand dollars. Three thousand pound. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, three thousand oh, dollars. Yes. And um, basically, little rock comes over a little bit later, picks up the ring, and then gets four hundred dollars from the cash register. Yeah, basically because the guy thinks he's got a chance with her. Because he, oh, doesn't he do that cringy bit? He says, I was engaged once. I'm single now, though. Which I don't understand why he said, because she lost her engagement ring. Yeah. It's not like she lost her boyfriend, is it? No. But, uh, <laughs> it's a bit freaky, isn't he? He looks a bit like a weasel. I'd, I've seen him in other films. I could not put, like, can't, can't put my finger on what else I've seen him in. I'm not like he's going to hear this and think I've, I've just called him a weasel. It's actually, no, I'll tell you what, is he not the guy... That uh, that puts lipstick on in um, an Adam Sandler film. That doesn't really narrow it down. Adam Sandler oh, has done a lot of films. I can't remember. It. Billy Madison. In Billy Madison. The guy's a serial killer. The guy's a, a killer. Or he's like he's trying to... I'll have to find out. I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> but I'm, I am sure it's him. We'll probably bring, the, bring that thing up in the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, if I remember. <laughs> uh, and then we go on to um, a little thing called Zombie Killer of the Week. Which is uh, an old lady drops a piano on a zombie head outside the church. <laughs> sister something. She's a nun. She doesn't seem to be scared of the zombie. She sees it, walks quickly to the church. Just before she gets there, she pulls a, a string. Like like a uh, an old-fashioned bell. You know, yeah. The string for it. Then walks inside. As the zombie reaches her, a grand piano falls from the sky and crushes him. Perfect timing, really. Yeah, she's very lucky. There must have been someone upstairs. Well, not God, but someone, you know, just about to push the thing down. <laughs> Manna from heaven, or pianos in this case. And then, uh, and then we get to the scene where basically they wreck a store. Um, it's like a sense of relief room. Well, it's, uh, all this is pressure for them has been building up everything they're going through, and this is after the uh, Cologne confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Columbus sprays Tallahassee. Tallahassee on the neck quickly with some basically uh, perfume. It's perfume, isn't it? yeah. And he's he goes to hit him. He goes, "You're going to get this at forty five percent." Whacks him in the arm and he knocks something off. Knock another one off, and if basically it's this big thing then about everyone smashing everything up they could. Yeah, which is one of the, the places that actually doing this in. We want your wampus or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's Native American stuff, but really, you know, mass produced just for that store. Yeah. After that, they go off to uh, Hollywood into nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, but they, when they get the map, they quickly get out of the car and like you know in Hollywood near the old Chinese theatre, it was a very popular place. You have the street performers. They dress in costume. They, yeah. You had a Charlie Chaplin zombie running after uh, them. I was just Mar- about to say that. A Marilyn Monroe zombie after them as well. Perfect Hollywood. Yeah, it was well, well, not much, not much of the zombies out there anyway. Oh, well, well kind of. <laughs> uh, so, so after we get to Bill Murray's house. Well, tippy top of the A-list. Bill yes. Murray. And then uh, we get to see Bill Murray as a fake zombie. And uh, he, oh. he gets swung at, with a golf club. Right on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on <laughs> which uh perfect bill murray acting i think yeah and then Colum- basically a little bit later on columbus kills bill murray well kind of bill murray's fault and uh tallahassee and uh emma stone 
they basically get Bill Murray to make Columbus jump because he's apparently he's like a little rabbit, a little bunny. That's what yeah. they said. When they... Yeah, they called him basically he's like a little he's a bit of a bitch. <laughs> no, yeah, so and uh, yeah, <laughs> he sees a zombie walking in. The first thing in the zombie land is pick up a gun and blow it away. I'm quite shocked though because he didn't do a double tap. Well, no, because afterwards everyone else came running in. He didn't really have time for a double tap. Uh, well, I don't know. I think a double tap would have been. I mean, he broke a rule. Yeah, but in the heat of a moment when you're, well, I suppose, yeah, he should have kept to his own rules. But everyone else running in probably, well, yeah, probably, probably messed him up a tiny bit there. Just thinking, yeah. why is everyone else coming? It's like he was still holding the gun. He hadn't put the gun down. Yeah, so he might have been setting up to do a double tap. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't want to be what's the word pedantic about it. Is that the right word? A little bitch. Uh, yeah, that, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, so uh, after that, uh, they basically uh, give Bill Murray a send-off. They throw him over a balcony and shoot their yeah, gun. When they're trying to get him on top part of the balcony where they can tip him over, they dro- the first of all, they whack his head into the side of the door frame. <laughs> then they drop him on the ground. I'm thinking, you shot this guy in the chest. And, the, and uh, Emma Stone laughed just afterwards because Bill Murray's taken a long time to go. He's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he took another breath. And she just starts laughing. I can't help it. He's got a direct line to my funny bone. It's true, though, but... I mean, I'd be the same. Oh, I would say I'd be the same, but... Um... <laughs> just shot someone. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Bill... I mean, I found that funny. Well, yeah, but in real life, if I just shot someone like that, if I was going to laugh, it'd probably have, like, a nervous giggle or something because you're not exactly sure what's going on. And then uh, after that, we find out Columbus and Emma Stone, they have, like, a moment. Then Tallahassee blocks them. Yeah, he, he cock-blocks them. Oh, as, I was uh... going to avoid saying that, but, yes, uh, yeah, so after that, the girls leave and they uh, they go off to Pacific Playland. They don't just leave; they steal the ride again for a second time. No, third time. No, do they steal it? Well, they just leave without telling them. Well, yeah, if you take something without telling someone, that's generally stealing. Oh, I guess so, but I mean, they. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say they'd steal it, but they sort of they knew that they were going. All right, <laughs> sort of kind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because they they never made any plans to all stay together. They no, could leave at right. any time. Yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so they go to Pacific uh, Playland. I keep kind of calling it Pacific Iceland. Oh, we forgot something. Um, when they're all talking on the map, they find out Buck. Oh, yes, yes, wasn't yes. Actually a puppy. He was actually Tallahassee's son, who was either killed by a zombie or became a zombie. I think he was killed by because he says them uh, effing zombies. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what he says. Um, after that, so the girls go, uh, go to Pacific Playland. Well, I, I keep kind of calling it Pacific something else. I don't know what I'm calling it. And then they turn on all the electrics, don't they, Chris? Which is a... Anyone who... Well, anyone who's... <laughs> I just myself into that. Then. Anyone who's ever watched any movie about zombies, demons, werewolves, vampires, whatever, knows one of the main important rules. You don't make too much noise. You don't draw attention to yourself. I know. We've come here. Let's turn on every bloody light and every bloody noise and expect zombies not to come here after us. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I agree. I don't understand. What bugs me is we've been to like, places like Fort Park and... Yeah. I'm not going to name anymore because we're not getting paid for it. But we've been to uh, a... <laughs> Monetize. <Yeah. laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, feel free to sponsor it. <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, we've been to uh, theme parks and stuff and we know full well, no matter that you've turned the power on, you have to press the on button for the bloody rides to go. Yeah, you ha- a theme park cannot run without people to operate the rides. You can have all the people you want in the park who want to ride the rides, no one to operate them. They won't work. But they do press the on button. A little bit later on. But then they quickly run to the ride and get in. There's no one to control how long it goes up and down for. Yeah. It's like um, the, the banana boat ride. Well, I call it banana boat. It's the road that goes backwards and forwards. Yeah. Somehow they, they walk up to it and suddenly they're on it and it's moving. Well, that's, you have to, once everyone's in, they press the button and 
the normal then, then it goes. goes the, bar, the bar comes down to hold you in place, and then it goes. Well, somehow they're on it, and suddenly it's going backwards and forwards. More to the point, how the bloody hell did they get off? Oh, when you see them running away again, yeah. suddenly it's stock still. If they'd had to jump off quickly, it would have been still moving a tiny bit. Oh, you'd think. Then they jump out of the car when the zombies are attacking them. Yeah. Because that's that's <laughs> when they get off the uh, that's when they get off the ride and run back into their car. Yeah. So yeah. we got that, and then um, basically, Tallahassee and Columbus uh, go to basically help the girls. Um, as Columbus makes Tallahassee feel bad, because he says about the photo in a wallet. Yeah, but Tal- uh, Columbus also try. Yeah, after he says that, he tries to get on a motorbike. He gets like what two feet before he falls sideways into a flower bed. The thing is, you you expected it to happen. Yeah, it you- was looking too cool for that to go well. Leather jacket comes on. He's got the motorcycle helmet, but he's still got the little uh, tiny, <laughs> like red bag. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a mini suitcase. Yeah, and I'm thinking, you've just you basically you've been in Bill Murray's house. If he survived, that means he's got food, tins. And this is the same little suitcase thing he, this uh, Columbus had at the very beginning. Never seen anything removed from it. He's wearing the same clothes. So what is actually in the bag? I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything in it. It just says travel light. So I think he should carry in the suitcase in case he picks something up. So after that, uh, Columbus and Tallahassee get to Pacific Land. Pacific Land. Yes. And um, basically... Tallahassee becomes a, uh, a human bit of fresh meat and lures everyone away. Yeah, he'd, um, to make sure that Columbus has a chance to get to his girl, he uh, Tallahassee pulls out an air horn. He's got some, for some reason, he's got a bulletproof vest on, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm assuming he got that from the bag. Yeah, but the zombies don't seem to be carrying guns. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't true. that slow you down a bit? Cause are, wouldn't they, wouldn't they, aren't they a bit heavy? Uh, oh, I've never worn one, but I'm assuming so. For some reason, he's wearing it. Okay, well, let's just say for the for the sake of it, he is wearing that for a, re- for a decent reason. He uses the air horn. Come and have a piece of Tallahassee. Tallahassee is nice this time of year. Basically, is what he shouts at him. He he goes for all the rides, doesn't he? Bit by bit. Yeah. And he gets to what the uh, toy. I, I guess so. It's like a you know when you like, throw cups and stuff or like that. There's stuff and you have to shoot it or throw a ball at it or yeah, it's like one trying of those to play bits. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, so he's in there. He closes all the uh, barriers up. And then goes on a... some ridiculous stunts with um with the guns. Do you not like the stunts? Well, the fact that he turns around and shoots directly behind him into the toys through the wood. Didn't even check what he's aiming at. If there'd been a bit of metal there, the bullet would have bounced back and shot him right in the head. And that's the end of Tallahassee. He's just. But I mean, all right. So let's take out that because we're watching a film about zombies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have to have some level of reality in these movies. You wouldn't expect suddenly them them all like incredibly high powered people to turn up, would you? No. This is about real people trying to survive. This guy is literally running inside this booth. He, right, he has, say at the beginning, he has got two full clips in each gun. Sorry, one full clip in each gun. Yeah. He's got another four clips he puts to the side. There are at least 50 or 60 zombies. Now, how many cli- How many bullets does these clips hold? What, six? No, nah, 10? 10 to 12? Let's say 10. Yeah, we'll go 10. That's okay, so he has like, at the end, he'd have like, if it's like 50 zombies, he'd have like 10 left at the end. It just seems really ridiculous. He would have shot them all. After a while, they would have been piling up at the window. Yeah, I agree. He even weakens his, where he's hiding because he shoots one, one you know, shoots through the glass and blows one guy's heads off. He uh, does, one guy's yeah. head off. So he's actually weakening where he's staying. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, the zombies seem to crowd around him pretty quickly because they do like a bird's eye view. But when we see the bird's eye view, there's not as many zombies as you expected. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. bearing in mind there was loads surrounding the girls on the up and down ride. Yeah. All of a sudden they disappeared. There's not as many, mm. which is, I thought was quite annoying. So yeah, so while that's happening, Columbus goes to uh, save the girls. 
and uh, he runs into his biggest fear, a clown zombie. Well, his biggest fear was a clown. Add that, to, add mix it with the zombies, and crap himself really. <laughs> yeah. So he found an, another place to go, uh, a toilet. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> a toilet. So um, delightfully British. He's gone a toilet. <laughs> so after that, um, basically, he kills the clown. <laughs> it's the fact that when he's got the mallet, the clown falls, he knocks the clown down. He what, smacks it in the stomach or near the balls. With he hits the it in mallet. the stomach and he rolls over onto his front. <laughs> and he he seems to. He's the bit of the uh, weak nerve because he has to drag the mallet. Yeah. He doesn't pick it up, he drags it. Then he lifts it up, smacks it down on the clown's face. And what do you hear? Uh-huh. There, we there go. you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the sound the, it's the sound when you say you squeeze the clown's red nose. I love that noise. That's one of, Jay's would be in Bo Selector, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. David Merrion's going, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I won't, won't go into Bo Selector now when that's not what we're doing, but yeah, I do remember some bits from that. So, uh, yeah, after he does that, um, he does the quick release, emergency release for the girls so they can come down off the ride. You mean the break? We don't want to get into <laughs> emergency release. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, he pulls the emergency brake, so the, all you hear is and he starts, because there's one zombie hanging up the top trying to get at Wichita and Little Rock's legs. Yeah. Basically, yeah, and um, once it jerks, so he comes down, it knocks him. and it's, Zombie splats. Yeah, yeah, zombie splat, basically, yeah. And then, uh, basically, they... Issue. We find out that um, Wichita's name is Krista. Yeah. And then uh, Columbus does the most romantic thing that he thinks he could do, which is push her hair behind her ear, and then they kiss. Which is really weak, really. I mean, okay, if you're sappy, but what is brushing your hair, the, hair, uh, the hair behind the ear? What does that actually mean to anyone? Is that like a level of intimacy? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> You've <laughs> never done that? I, well, no, <laughs> no, 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 I've never looked at someone and pushed. I think it's like a thing of like you're looking deep in their eyes, and when you push the hair back, like you get to see more of their face, maybe something like pushing but the hair, her out hair of their was, face. Her hair was either side of her eyes, so nah, I don't know. All, all she's pushing, all he's pushing back is to see her ears. Was he, have you got big ears? Just move the hair out of the way, <laughs> just to let you know. Chris, Chris looked round to the side then, yeah, like, yeah. like she had massive Dumbo ears. <laughs> God. So, um, yeah, so after that. Columbus um, goes over to Tallahassee, and they hear a no- they hear a noise in the cupboard, <laughs> which of course means Columbus has to pull out his shotgun and pump a few rounds into the wall. <laughs> and um, we find that he shoots a box of Twinkies, <laughs> which, as everyone knows by now, Tallahassee is obsessed with Twinkies. Um, <laughs> he reaches in, pulls out all this mess of buckshot and what's the remains of Twinkies. What does Tallah- uh, What does Columbus say? He's like, well, can you not pull the buck bits out of it? <laughs> and eat around it? Like, no. It's- he looks at him. It's that furious look in his eyes that Tallahassee has. Yeah. And then right at the end, uh, basically, the girl, he thinks the girls are going to drive off again because they hear the car. Yeah, they hear the car, and uh, Columbus runs outside. Right, Columbus. Yeah, Columbus runs outside and says, "No, no, no!" And the car goes to pull away, and it stops. And, and then, Tallahassee uh, comes out. Yeah, Tallahassee comes out, and basically Emma Stone's just smiling at them. Yeah. And, and uh, Little Rock throws uh, Tallahassee a Twinkie. I wonder where she got a Twinkie from. Yeah, she never went in that space, and no. she was not. There was no way she could have got one from where she was to where, to the car. So do you think there was always one in the car? Oh, what, what a plot twist. <laughs> All this time there's been one in the car. I think they, I think she found one in Bill Murray's place and was going to use it to like either bribe him or control him. Yeah. Because I could imagine a whole lighter just below it. I mean, that's, that's a good shout. Because uh, he teaches her how to shoot, doesn't he? So yeah. to exhale. Oh, that's, yeah. Exhale as you're shooting, as you breathe out and shoot. Doom. Yeah. And then uh, she finally hits the... Uh, the was it like a plate or something or a cup? She hits something. It's like a target. Yeah, in Bill it's, probably, it's probably a cup. You smash up Bill Murray's house after you've murdered him. <laughs> Wonderful. 
So, um, yeah, and then basically that's how it finishes. Uh, it basically, we get given the rules again. Uh, we've got to enjoy the little things. Yeah. And then uh, basically it goes on to the credits. So, watching the credits, there was only eight cast members. The rest were just eight official cast members. The rest were like... Stunt. Yeah, stunt people, but I'm assuming that's the zombies. Yeah. So, extras, I would yeah. say. So, yeah, it wasn't a big, like, a big uh, cast, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not overly done, but you've got to admit, some of the zombie acting was a little over the top in some uh, places. I mean, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, for, like, a zombie thing. I mean, the thing is, a lot of people put a perspective of, how does a zombie supposed to move? Well, We've not had it. Well, no, there's not. There's never been one definitive type of zombie movement. They've had, you've had, like, zombies from 28 Days, which are, like, rage. Yeah. You got like the like what I said before the Ray Romano ones, which are shuffling zombies. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead, where they're more um, animated. Yeah, still. gangly sort of. They're like very more gangly, aren't they? Because yeah. the way they're moving and stuff. What's that? Um, the zombie. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about? It's the zombie romance one. I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the guy. It's in the end, the zombies actually turn human again. Because they the the human woman and the zombie man fall in love and his heart starts beating. Yeah, no, it's I know. Chris is just making up films now. <laughs> I am not making up any goddamn film. So um, they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Team Chris. Woo. Woo woo. So um, all right. So is there any anything else? Like, I mean, basically, we're just gonna like run through the film. Um. Yeah. So any any questions or any? Because I know you put a couple of notes down on yours. Yeah, a couple of pages worth of notes. Yes. Uh, zombies, you see, in the beginning, you see, during the credits, zombie strippers. Are you supposed to tip zombie strippers? So, uh, uh, no <laughs> idea. Um, maybe tip them, then run? Or, or, or throw the money in the air to distract them as you're running. Well, that distract them, though, because they're after brains. Or, or not brain. These zombies weren't after brains. They're after to eat they're people. eating people. What about if you just tip them with someone else's arm? Just chuck them a, a nice juicy limb. <laughs> uh, we had that, yeah, we had that moment um, during, the, during the beginning as well, where the uh, guy in the tux comes out with the gun, and that we said both said that was very like scar Scarface, yeah, yeah very Scarface. So I say hello to my little friend. Isn't that a bit where he just plays in the, in that Scarface movie? Where he just basically jams his head in cocaine. I'm sure. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, only, the only thing I've uh, mentioned is at the beginning, the, um, the very beginning. Where the camera pans and quickly moves after the, uh, well, I assume it's the president's car, because it's got the little flags on it, it's a yes. diplomatic car, has been overturned and the guy's being feasted on. I just like the way the camera panned and twi quickly moved. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the uh, theatrics were pretty good. Um, there wasn't, a, what I enjoyed was there wasn't, they didn't go all over the top for explosions and. No, it was more, more story. Uh, yeah, yeah. And for once, to see a film that's got an actual, not a storyline, because all films have a storyline, but it's more focused on. Characters. them in general than it yeah. is what's happening in the background and stuff yeah it relies more on the story to drive it rather than I don't know let's throw a few giant explosions in here and there like Michael Bay would just do yeah, he'd just this explode be, everything this film being done by Michael Bay would literally they'd be blowing up Hollywood and Bill Murray's house just for the fun <laughs> of it or they, as they leave there'd be a gas explosion half of Hollywood go up yes I, I can see that happening uh, you did actually ask a question I don't know if you got it on your notes though uh, if there was a zombie apocalypse oh I did write that down somewhere. yes yeah. I'll let you ask me the question okay if there was a zombie apocalypse, where would you go? How would you survive? Um, well, I'd probably come to you. Why? Well, because I've got that book over there. How to survive a zombie apocalypse. I bought it in a shop for £6. <laughs> Don't tell the shop, because that's free promotion. 
I'm, I haven't mentioned the shop. I just said that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I'd probably go like you know you got to find places that um are, the house is safe for us, but food, water. We've got a couple of shops I won't mention names again down the road who are quite cheap and they've got lots of tin stuff. Yeah, go in there, go mad. Um, I'd probably do the same. Or do you know what? It, like, I'd probably set up like a team of people, sort of thing. So like me, you, and say a couple of other people. And then we'd sort of roam, like we'd roam in, in groups and stuff. Just make sure safe. we've got a couple of people we don't really need. So if the zombies do come, we just chuck them towards the horde. <laughs> Sorry, we, we can both think of a couple of people. That um, I'm there. saying no names. Actually, I've just thought of four people. <laughs> okay, right, right. We'll go Team Rob for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in America, they actually have real zombie parks. Um, they're like... It's like a theme park, but everyone would be like zombified, and yep. you go through that, and you'll actually this main challenge is to terrify you. Okay, I would probably wet myself. Would you not go to one? Would you go to one? That's the first question. Would I go to one? How yeah. much am I being paid to do this? Nothing. Really. Right, what about? Would you go to one for the podcast? Oh, that's a thing. All right, yes, actually, I would. I'd have to wear like a microphone, so I'd be recording the yeah. entire time. All you'd hear is literally my screams and the occasional trickle of water. But yeah, you describing Homer Simpson. <laughs> Where do you get a trickle of water from Homer Simpson? Well, you know, I don't know. I just thought like the screams. <laughs> well, there was an episode of that where Lisa got so terrified by him, Zombie Park. Mm. But yeah, if it was for the podcast, yes, I would do it. And there are things I wouldn't do, no matter how much someone paid me. Certain films which will never be mentioned. Um. <laughs> and over so, <laughs> yeah. so uh, all right. So, what would you give it out of ten? Uh, eight, eight point five. Oh, that's really high. I would, I'd give it a 7.5 because I reckon there's other films out there that I could probably think of on the top of my head that are better. But I think what I enjoy most, we didn't get a sequel. What do you mean you enjoy that the most? Or that, 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 because I think sometimes if a film's good enough on its own, it doesn't, need, it a doesn't need a sequel. And the fact that this film was able to hang on its own and not have a sequel, yeah. I, I think just makes me more like, that, that's great because I didn't have to wait till the second and then be let down by how bad it would be. Yeah, they didn't. They saw that this was good enough by itself, and they thought, "Well, we don't need to push out a sequel just to make it better," because it yeah. wouldn't have done. I don't think it could have been better because we basically got the story. I mean, what's the? St- they continue on to another place and then go through the same stuff again. That works. They could have had a prequel, how the zombie thing started, and that would have been like that. That would have been a Michael Bay thing. Yeah, and I think also I enjoyed the fact that we don't really see how it starts as well. It's just it's post zombie. The only time we hear about anything being start is um well. Tal- not Talassi, uh, Columbus. Columbus says it went from mad cow to mad human to mad zombie. Yeah. And all, the only other thing he says about it is the uh, his neighbour, yeah, 204. Uh, 40, 40, 304. 40, 406. 406. 406. Okay. Oh, yeah, because he's in 408. 408, yeah. Yeah, 406. Apparently, a, a homeless man was running after her and tried to bite her. No, she said tried. Tried to bite me. But so then may- maybe he scratched her. Well, we don't. Once again, we don't know how this uh, virus has passed. Yeah, that's very true. Because um, I mean, some some zombie f- uh, programs, I zombie and stuff, go through a scratch. Don't have to be bitten, and others have to be bitten. And, yeah, and it doesn't matter. Think, yeah, so I don't know. It depends on how it works. Um, so you're giving it an eight point five. I'm giving it an eight point five. Okay, uh, seven point five. So would you watch it again? Yes, you would. Yes. Cool, I would as well. Um, so that was basically us breaking down Zombieland with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. Yeah, so uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are on iTunes. Uh, we'll be on SoundCloud, and it will be going on YouTube as well. 
So uh, like and subscribe, give us a review, rate us, because it all helps us get up into the iTunes rankings as we're just starting out. And uh, we will be back. How often are we going to be doing the pods? Is it just when we can get them done? Well, I think once a week's minimum. Once a week? Because tonight, for instance, I wasn't... Yeah, yeah. Mondays aren't really doing anything, so we can always meet up then. Yeah. Okay, so you just give away our secrets of when we're meeting up. (laughs) That's fine. Um, The the word Monday isn't secrets. (laughs) It's not like there's a secret. It goes, "Mm -hmm." Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Tuesday. The word Monday isn't secret. We'll speak French. Lundi. We'll meet on Lundis. Or we could go for Mondas. What language is that? That's from the game. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I was, I was, I was, I was intrigued then. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Rob. I've been Chris. Thank you.